Hey everyone, welcome back to the Creative Collision Podcast. This is Saeed here, your host. I'm doing a solo podcast and I'm doing something new on this one, switching it up, trying trying something different. Um, I'm doing a Kanye West uh, album rankings podcast here. Um, with the coronavirus going on, there's not you know no, no sports going on, and and uh, I want to try something new with different topics. And um, this is something that I've been wanting to do. Actually, I just thought about this doing doing this uh, you know, recently. Um, but I want to try something new, uh, see how it goes here. Um, and uh, I've been spending a lot of time listening to music with with the coronavirus going on in the crib here, just listening to music and and trying to think of different ideas uh, for podcasts. And uh, Kanye West is. Uh, one of my favorite rappers. He's been around a long time. Everybody knows who Kanye is. He has one of the best discographies in all the hip hop. Um, you know, every you know every album he's made has some sort of. Everybody talks about um, his albums, right? You know, he has multiple classics. He has albums that are you know a collaboration albums. He has albums that are not as well liked, but people still talk about him because they're highly influential. And have some sort of impact even his even his lesser uh quality projects still you know still have a lot of big conversations about him and i've been on twitter a lot lately with everything going on just and i follow a lot of hip-hop pages and i see people you know always ranking kanye albums and and you know comparing his albums to you know to to other people's or just ranking his albums and i want i just wanted to give my two cents on this so um, something new, something different, but uh, let's see how it goes here. And um, yeah, let's let's get into it. Um, I I separated Kanye's collaboration albums from his solo albums um, on this one, so I thought it'd be easier to rank it that way. Uh, Kanye has three collaboration albums: What's Watch the Throne, Kiss You Ghost, and Cruel Summer. Then he has ten solo albums, and the way I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna talk about the collab album separately uh, but I'm gonna start with the solo albums and, and I'm gonna start from um, from my opinion from from worst uh, to best um, so again it's just uh, this is my opinion my preference uh, but I also even though even though this is this is my opinion also wanted to see you know, get the reaction of what other people think about these albums and and kind of have this this uh, uh, this list not just based on personal favorites but also quality of music and and uh, and what I think just has a better overall album so starting from the bottom um, at number 10 I have Jesus is King that's uh, Kanye's most recent project his most recent album um, way different than any any of his other releases of course um shorter album um you know he's you know just it's a gospel album oh i, I don't want to call it a gospel album because it's not really a gospel album because gospel gospel music has you know different it's a different style form of music because uh, this is very much the production on jesus is king is still very much like a hip-hop sounding album just with lyrics about uh, his faith and his uh, his uh, religion and faith in God. 
And um, the reason I have, I mean, I have this at the bottom, and not because it's, um, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I'm just going back and and thinking about it. Um, it wasn't a bad album at all. Some of these albums I did go back and listen to recently. I've been listening to a lot of music just being here in the crib, and and uh, thinking of thinking of how I wanted to rank this with all this time I have now. Um, I'm you know I'm home a lot here just listening to music. So so I did go back and listen to some of other Kanye albums that I haven't heard in a while. Um, there's classic Kanye albums that I've heard so many times and I didn't really need to go back to to make this list, but, um, but yeah, starting Jesus is King, I've probably only heard that album like three, four times when it came out, you know, and I didn't go back to it. And, and, uh, and yeah, man, it, it is what it is. It's, it's the type of album that, that we'll see how in a couple of years from now, how impactful the album's going to be. Uh, remember I had a big argument with my cousins when this album came out saying that, that I don't think this is going to have any sort of impact on hip hop that way. You know, I don't think it's going to, you know, they're, you know, they're big Kanye fans and they're making the argument that they feel this out just like any other, all the other Kanye albums, this is going to have some crazy influence, um, on the culture. And I don't think it is. And we're, we're about not a year not a year yet removed from it but i don't know when this album came out like towards the fall like fall of last year i want to say so you know we're at a good like six months removed from it at at this point i feel like and um i don't see any any impact yet from this album we'll give it some more time see what happens but judging just on the music aspect of it 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 was cool nothing special nothing to write home about i appreciate what he's doing with the with his um just you know wearing his 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 face out there on his sleeve and and you know he didn't cuss in this album he didn't you know he wasn't doing anything that that was misogynistic at all or or talking about these you know these topics that Kanye's always talked about but Kanye Kanye has always been um a man of you know faith and he's expressed that in his lyrics you know when jesus walks and just some of his other references uh but he's never went full like full album about you know full christian out christian rap album which is basically what this is um so i think if he tried to do this again it'd be a lot better if he uh if he did this project you know a part two which was supposed to supposed to come out at some point he did say he was gonna make a part two um so if he if he does something like this again, I think I think it it go a lot better and and uh, be a lot better than this one. But yeah, man, I have Jesus is King at number ten. Uh, number nine, I have Yay, which I just listened to um, right before I did this podcast. I listened to Yay. It had, a, it had been a while since I listened to it, so I wanted to refresh my my memory on that album. And uh, yeah, it's cool, man. I actually like I like it more now than I did when it came out. I remember when when Ye came out, uh, I didn't really I didn't really like it that much. And I think the reason I didn't like it as much when it came out is because I was comparing it to all his other um, collaboration projects he was dropping at that time. Remember, uh, this is two years ago when uh, when Kanye was making those these seven track albums with a bunch of 
bunch of people, right? He had he had his own solo one, but then he had uh, Kissy Ghost, which I'll get into uh, later. Uh, but with Kid Cudi, and I thought that was better than Ye. And then he had um, then and then he had Daytona uh, with uh, with Pusha T, and I thought that was a better album than Ye. Uh, and then he also had the Nas album. Um, so Ye was mixed up with those those other projects. So at that time when EA came out, I was comparing it to Daytona and Kids You Ghost and um, the Nas album, which I forgot what Nas's album was called. Um, and I just remember like thinking, ah, it's not as good as Daytona. It's not as good as Kids You Ghost. So, you know, I, I didn't really go back and listen to it um, like that. But now being like two years removed from it and listening to it now, um, and just judging it kind of without having the thought of those other albums in mind, um, of comparing them to those other two albums. I feel like, uh, this album has grown on me a bit. Um, I mean, I still have it at number nine, so it's not like it grew on me a whole ton. And, and, um, but still like, it's just, it's better than what I remember, remember from it when I first listened to it. Um, you know, yikes and, and all mine, they were, you know, they were, do- they were dope songs. Ghost Town was cool. Um, uh, I, I penalize it a little bit because it's just, it's only seven songs, so so it, even if a, a even if the all the songs were really good, I still dock some points for it for being only seven songs, and it's easier to to make, you know, uh. And if you're gonna have seven songs, you better not have any misses. And this this album was only seven songs, twenty four minutes long. So, so um, you know it 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 was what it was. But like it, if another album like like I have, uh, Yeezus and the Life of Pablo ahead of ahead of uh, Bia, and. And those albums are longer. Jesus is only ten songs, but still, like, that's three more tracks, and it's harder to put a good album together with the more songs you have. So, um, but I, yeah, I have yeah at number at number nine, at at um actually let me uh, we actually put an extra number on here, so. Kanye has nine solo albums and three collaboration albums. Sorry about that. So, so number number nine was uh, Jesus is King. Number eight was uh, Yay. So number seven, I have um, out of his solo projects, I have 808, 808 and Heartbreak, and this is one of Kanye's more most controversial controversial albums. It's one of his most like debated. Uh, albums and and people either love this album or hate this album. It's one of his most divisive albums he's made, and uh, and you know going back to it, I haven't listened to this album in a while. Then I just listened, getting ready for this podcast, I went back and listened to the whole album. And you know what, man, it's it's not one of my favorites, but I understand the impact and influence that that this album had. This album came out before, you know, before Drake, before The Weeknd, and I, you know, I just 
heard um, the Weekends album After Hours that just came out a couple of days ago, and you just see like you know the the little sprinkles of like of Kanye's influence on on that album, um, and you know this is an album 808 came out in 2008, and you still you still see like you know 12 years later the impact the the influence that that album has on today's music and you know uh going back and listening to it you just see how how on kanye on this album just wore all his emotions on his sleeve you know it wasn't running away from anything emotionally he was vulnerable he talked about you know getting heartbroken and and you know was in was in at the time of his life where he was you know, he was really down and down in the dumps and going through a heartbreak. His mom had just passed away. Uh, there was a lot of shit going on with him at that time. And and you would definitely hear it in the music. And then he, you know, he, was, he wasn't scared of, of showing that. And you see, you know, somebody like Drake who, who is known for wearing his emotions on his sleeve. And you see Drake uh, be like the poster... St- poster child for that type of um you know that type of record right so you know Kanye if it wasn't for Ada Waste and Heartbreak being so successful Drake might not have the same level of success that that he ended up having um so you know that album I mean you can argue that album's a classic just on on influence and impact alone I I personally don't don't think like just having and just having a big impact makes your album a classic because and that's one of the arguments that Kanye fans like diehard Kanye fans that stand him will will argue you know I'm a big Kanye fan but I'm not gonna stand everything he ever does and call everything he does a classic but there are like there are a lot of Kanye fans that are like that they think in every album he drops is like amazing or is gonna have some sort of you know, influence all the time, right? Uh, 808s definitely had the influence, but, you know, going back, listening to it, it, to me, it really falls off towards the second end of that album. Um, and this is why, like, this is why I say, like, um, this is, you know, why I, duck, I deduct points from, from, uh, from Ye and, and those shorter albums because if, if 808s was shorter, I think it'd, it'd be just as, it'd be better than, you know, uh, than other, you know, than, than albums like Kissy Ghost or Yay. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, it, I really in, end up, I don't know, like Welcome to Heartbreak and Heartless and Amazing, Love Lockdown, Paranoid. Um, those first six tracks, I feel like, were, were amazing. They really were. And, and those, those, you know, the first half of this album I thought was great. Then towards the second half, to me, it just kind of falls, falls apart a little bit. Like, I didn't, I didn't like See You In My Nightmares with Lil Wayne. Uh, Bad News was, uh, it was all right. Like, Coldest Winter was cool, but I don't think it was anything special. Um, so the second half falls off a bit and that's why I have it placed where I have it. You can argue it being higher. You can also argue it being lower. Um, 
that's the you know that's that's the the thing about this album you know there's so many different varying opinions on it uh, arguably Kanye's most influential album but just because it's influential doesn't mean it's a great album and that's always going to be my argument with this album so um let's move it let's move it to number six this is another album that i didn't really remember enjoying that much when it came out and sounds better now uh Yeezus, i have Yeezus at number six um Yeezus had another album that that at the time when it came out was criticized a little bit uh was very you know very uh divisive opinions on it um i wasn't a huge fan of it when it came out it was it sounded way different than anything you know kanye had did and to this day it's probably his most experimental album still um when it comes to instrumentation very minimalist um, instrumentation but you know going back listening to it now is uh you know these beats uh, really held up and really were were ahead of the curve when it comes to the production you know that minimalist style uh of production became very popular um i don't know if this if it was solely because of this album but this album does have it, it definitely has an inf- influence as well um the production stood you know it's really what you hear what you hear now so so again you give kanye kudos for for being ahead of his time with that uh but still you know i'm not a a big fan of this album still to this day um the i think what i my biggest problem with this album were the lyrics i think kanye man uh on this album is when he started to to me it was it was jesus and everything after this too but it started with this album where he started to like he he wasn't rapping about important things as much anymore. It wasn't like college dropper or late registration um or graduation where he he had um you know, he had a lot of conscious lyrics and he felt like even though he was cocky and arrogant, he, he still had this this ground. He was still grounded and and um he had this perspective on on uh, just life and was relating to people in, in a way where where everybody can can relate to his message and by Jesus, you know, he's you know, he's calling himself like, you know, I am a god and 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 uh he just uh I'm trying to think of some of the lines he had on here that were just kinda of so cringy. He had like what is he he has a line where he says like eat eat the pussy sweet with sweet and sour sauce or some eating an Asian girl or some, I don't even, <laughs> I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Like he has some, some cringy lines on this album and he's always had maybe a, a few little cringy lines here and there, but this is like where he started to really phone in with that type of stuff and get away from, from who he was, you know? Um, but he still has some, a lot of highlights and not to say, that the lyrics were just all bad. New Slaves, I still think, is a very good song. Um, Bound 2 is still a great song. Um, Black Skinhead, the lyrics, not the lyrics, but the the beat was sick. Um, on site, like the production, the production is what, what made this album. Uh, but Kanye's rapping on here wasn't, uh, 
wasn't uh, anything that that um, I think um, I think blew me away. So I have Jesus at number six. At number five, I had the life of Pablo. Um, I don't know. I kind of kind of like the life of Pablo, man. <laughs> now we're getting, you know, it, we're getting to where there's more good now than than bad for sure. Um, the life of Pablo, uh, you know, it 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 holds up. It's been only it's been three years now since his album came out. Um, Ultra Light Beam, that's still great. I think it's the best first chance the rapper has ever rapped. Uh, on this song, uh, Father Stretched My Hands was it just catchy again, like with the whole you know, this is the Bleach Asshole song. So, uh, this is what I'm saying where Kanye started just saying some shit that was like, whatever, he didn't give a fuck anymore. What he said, um, Famous was dope, like, uh, you know, there's waves, I mean, real friends and uh. Real Friends and um, No More Parties in L.A. Those albums, were, those songs were great. Uh, and, I mean, it has its dull moments, but but for the most part, I think, actually think this album was good. Um, I like the production of most of the songs that he did have. There's a lot, there's some songs, there's a lot of songs in there I don't really care for as much, but, you know, it's 20 songs long and, and a good solid like a good solid like 15 on them i really fuck with the rest of them you know you know but you know he has some some shorter tracks on here which are which are which are pretty cool like he had uh some songs that weren't too long and it kind of kept the pace going and and um and the sequencing um sequencing going in, in a nice way where where i think that every track kind of fold right through each other onto the next track um, so, I don't know, this, Life of Pablo has, uh, some people rate it high, some people rate it low, um, I think this is an album that you just either like it or you really don't like it, um, I personally, going back to it, I like it, I like, uh, I think Kanye's rapping was a lot better on here than it was on, on Yeezus, which was his, you know, his previous project, and I think that's the reason why I have the Life of Pablo ahead of Yeezus, uh, the way Kanye was rapping on No More Parties in LA is better than, you know, any, any verse he spit on Yeezus, you know, um, um, yeah, man, so, Life Apollo, I had number five, number four, I got Graduation, uh, now we're getting to, like, the classics, I think, I think uh, these top four albums are, are classics, uh, starting with Graduation, number four. Um, one, one of my favorite Kanye albums, I don't, I didn't have to go back and listen to this album to remind myself of it. I've heard it enough times to, to know where I could, where I wanted to rank it. Um, the only, I mean, the only song that, that I don't really fuck with are Drunken Hot Girls, which I still don't understand. What, what happened with that song? He had most F on it, and and that's how you use most F. Like it was, it was weird. It was like a weird choice of of a feature and a weird choice of a song that just didn't feel I don't know, like it belonged on here. Um, 
and then Barry Bonds. So Barry Bonds was cool, uh, but you know it's a song that I don't think really adds much to the album, uh, other than a little Wayne feature. And at that time, Little Wayne was like the hottest rapper in the game, so uh, so you know I, I could see why he's here. But um, yeah, man, the rest of this album was great. Good morning, I think is probably still the best intro intro song for a Kanye album. One of the best intro songs of all time, I feel like. Um, stronger, even though it was like played out, is you know still it still holds well. Like that that song still holds well when it comes to the the production and 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 uh, it doesn't sound dated at all. It it, it very you know held up well over time. Um, I wonder. I think it's one of Kanye's most underrated album. I mean, under, underrated songs. One of my favorite songs on this album. Um, Good Life. I skip a lot. I do skip Good Life with T Pain a lot. I'm just. I'm sorry, man. I just I'm not a big fan of T Pain. So when I hear his voice, I just not like. You know, uh, I just. I just skip it. <laughs> I, I think T Pain's voice just like. I just don't like it, man. Nothing wrong with T Pain. Like he's, you know, I'm not hating on the dude, but he's just not like his voice is just not like what I like listening to. I don't like hearing his voice, and I and I just skip a lot of you know anytime I hear T Pain songs in general. So, so I don't I don't want to say that Good Life was a bad song because it wasn't, but I just don't really fuck with it. Um, can't tell me nothing. I still one of Kanye's best songs. Some of his best verses were in that uh, that's that uh that song. Um Flashing Lights is still amazing, still one of his best songs. <clears throat> Everything I Am, The Glory, Homecoming, Big Brother, you know. Um that was a nice close out. Those last those last last five songs on this album like close out great, you know. Um so great album, classic. I still feel like even though there is like a skippable track on there, um, I still think it's a classic album and a very influential album too. So graduation I have at four and number three I have late registration. Um, I'm just gonna read off my top my top four. So graduation at four, late registration at three, college dropout at number two, and uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy at number one. Um, Late registration and college dropout, I always kind of go in between which one I like more. So, I, you know, as of today, I have college dropout just ahead of late registration, but tomorrow I'll have a different opinion. Just the way it goes with those. Um, um, late registration, though, is a classic to me. One still like one of my favorite Kanye albums, one of the first, you know, I think it was the first Kanye album I heard from top to bottom when it, it initially came out. Remember when College Dropout came out, I remember hearing my cousin play it a lot, but I don't I didn't own the album. So I didn't really know like what the album was from top to bottom. I just remember hearing a bunch of different songs on it when I like riding in the car. But Lay Registration actually had that album, I actually bought that album. And I just remember playing it from top to bottom and knowing like the order of the songs. Uh <coughs> so that that album holds a special memories to me um so those i mean those two for sure you know kanye's first two albums i kind of group them a little bit together i mean i have right now i have college dropout 
just a hell late registration on my list because college rapper was the original it was the first it was his debut it was his introduction to the game so so i had some of his most iconic songs you know with jesus walks um all falls down it's what made everybody fall in love with kanye so um yeah man this you know the features on here were amazing he had hove on it you know he had talib kuali most def um uh, um yeah man uh this is this is a big deal man this album was huge i just remember this album just being so impactful because this here's this uh he had comment on it as well but you know here's this this conscious rapper with soul beats and you know backpack wearing you know gucci backpack pink polo like this is kind of this dude that's definitely not from you know not from the hood not you know rapping about stealing selling drugs or gang banging this is in a time where like where that's all hip-hop radio was and mainstream hip-hop was 50 cent was like the biggest rapper in the world this gangster rapper from new york you know with bulletproof vest you know and you know freaking getting shot nine times like that's you know everybody was trying to be like that like and here's this this uh this nerd here this polo wearing rapper here from college that dropped out of college you know break into the mainstream world and have this an album this impactful so um yeah man uh, that was that was huge and number one my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and um yeah man uh kanye's magnum opus was this album um not much more to say i think everything that's been said about this album has been said now personal it's not my personal favorite I like to listen to College Dropout and Late Registration more than I like to listen to A Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but I understand how good uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy is, so that's why I have it at number one. Again, going back, I just didn't want to make it my personal favorites. I also wanted to rank it as far as like quality of music. And, and even though I do think some of this album... It's a little bit overrated. No, I, I, you know, people talk about this album as the greatest, like, not just the greatest Kanye album, but, like, the greatest rap album ever, hip-hop album ever. So, because of that, I, that's why I say it's a little bit overrated. I still think it's a classic album and one of the best albums ever, but I hear people throw this ahead of, like, Illmatic and, and you know, it's just, and that's why I'm like, nah, man, uh, you know, it's... It, it's still, I mean, it's still great. It still, obviously, holds up well. Um, few problems with it, you know. Blank. Um, was a was a hell of a life where he had like Chris Chris Rock like talking for like three minutes. So, it's, you know, so it, it, you know, I do think like some of these songs were haven't didn't quite had the same effect as when they came out. Like when I go back and listen to like So Appalled or or Monster, I don't think those songs kinda at least at least not for me, they don't they don't feel like as good as they were back then when they came out. Um Runaway 
Runaway 2 I always felt like was little little overrated. I get why it's just praised as much as it is. But uh no, that's another thing. I saw like somebody make a poll on Twitter like what's the best rap song of all time and I think Runaway won. Like Runaway was great but best rap song ever, you know. And that and that's where like some of like what people say about this album I think is, you know, a little overhyped, a little overrated. But it's but with that being said, it was still so good that even with people saying saying that about this album, it is still an amazing album. Um Kanye's rapping stepped up so much from from late registration and college rap out to, to here. His his rapping ability improved so much, man. I remember when I first heard like Dark Fantasy and Gorgeous and like thinking like, this dude is spitting, man. He's I mean he's out rapping like Raekwon, you know, on on um on Gorgeous. He's you know, he's out rapping Jay Z on 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 some of these tracks. He's you know, he's I mean he improved so much his 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 wordplay, his flow, his cadence, his delivery, I think took a leap and balance from his from from graduation and, and his college dropout late registration and that's why I think this album is as good as it is and and the, again of course the production and how just how huge this was so uh, that's number one man that's no, number one Kanye album there that's my rankings there for you guys and then Miss um, collab albums I'll just go through that real quick uh, I have Watch the Throne at number one, Kissy Ghost number two, Cruel Summer no- number three. I love his collab albums, which I think is the best. So I think Watch the Throne is the best out of his collab albums, better than Kissy Ghost. And again, the reason being is Kissy Ghost is only seven songs, and even though Kissy Ghost is really good, and I do think Kissy Ghost is you know you know a very good project. Um, Watch the Throne, just the highs on that album were huge, you know. And and uh, I think that album aged very well too. So and Cruel Summer, it, it was what it was. You know, I don't want to talk much about that. But uh, yeah, man, that's my uh, that's my Kanye West album rankings for the listeners here. Um, going back at it, I'll go back through my list here. Uh, number one, I had Dark Twisted Fantasy. Number two, College Dropout. Number three, Late Registration. Number four, graduation. Number five, the life of Pablo. Six, Yeezus. Seven, eight, the waste of heartbreaks. Um, eight, um, yay, and ten, Jesus is king. Um, so I hope you enjoy this podcast again. Try some. I tried something different. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, hope I hope you, everyone stays safe and and uh, I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.